Hello, and welcome to another episode of Magic to My Ears. I'm Abby Filsinger, and this is the podcast Thank Disney. Today I'm joined by my good friend Grace. Say hello, Grace. Hey, folks. And today we're going to be discussing our favorite and least favorite Disney villains. So here we go. All right, so let's jump right into this. Uh, Grace, do you want to discuss your first favorite um, villain? Absolutely. So it's not really in any particular order, but the first villain I always think of is Hades from Hercules. He's a great one. He's wonderful. He's such a character. He's ridiculous. He's a good villain. Very basic. I want power because my brothers suck. And he goes (laughs) for it. He says, I can weaken a kid to do it. Sure, why not? You know? He has even evil minions that are the most ridiculous characters in Disney history. And his aesthetic and his charisma, you, you gotta love him. You hate him, but you gotta love him. I mean, who doesn't love to hate somebody? That's like, that's all of reality TV. <laughs> exactly. If Hades was a reality TV show. Oh, I would watch that in a heartbeat. Oh my gosh. It would be the best thing because he'd be the perfect host. He could sabotage everyone and you'd still love him. <laughs> well, he'd be the smooth, you know, he's like a smooth talking New Yorker. So you already have that aesthetic going for him. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. He says, ladies, Lord of the Dead, boom, how you doing? How is that not a New Yorker? You know, I've never thought about that. And now I can never unthink it. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So who's your top villain? This one is the only one that's really in order. Uh, Ursula. Mm-hmm. probably something from the fact that Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie, but mm-hmm. I there's that one line in Poor Unfortunate Souls that I can never unhear. I don't know if you remember all the lyrics to it, but when she goes, and don't for and don't underestimate the importance of body. body <laughs> yes. And it's my favorite gift. It's it's such a great it's such a mood, you know? It, <laughs> And I just think she's also hysterical. Just like Hades, there's not a lot of serious moments with her, which I love. Because mm-hmm. some of the, like, even though I do have some more serious villains on my favorite list, they're mm-hmm. so charming. And you almost, you're almost like, I get you. I got you. I know yeah. why you're so upset. <laughs> so maybe that's kind of why they're in the top five. Because there's some form of charisma to them that just, yes, they're a good villain. But they're also just a heck of a good time to watch. Oh, yeah. They're, they're a hoot. They're definitely a hoot. Definitely. And they're, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, some iconic lines from the two of them. Like, well, Ursula, one of my favorite is when you first meet her and she goes, look at me, wasting away to practically nothing. And she's, like, this big, you know, giant octopus. And it's fantastic. Her personality is as voluptuous as she is. That's why it's so fitting. I loved what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at it, a lot of the characters, if their personality matches how they look, it flows even better because Hades is a hothead and he literally has a fire of hair. When he's almost losing, you know, the horse Pegasus blows his hair out. He's like, whoa, did I lose my hair? Because he's <laughs> He's not able to be the hothead ruler he wants to be. He's not a hotshot anymore. Yeah. And it's they play off of it really brilliantly with and with a lot of characters a lot of them on the rest of my list there's there's physical elements of their character that play so well off of their personality it just works oh absolutely i mean i'm thinking about that scene right now and i'm laughing because 
And he's like, what, with my hair? <laughs> he just takes a moment. He's like, hang on. Bad hair day. Hold up. Which makes him even more relatable. The second something happens to my hair, I'm like, stop the presses. Get me a brush and hairspray. And then we can continue our conversation. <laughs> oh, I mean, on Zoom calls, I'm always constantly like, I'm sure my friends are like, what is she doing? I'm just constantly like you know, wiping my hair. I do that with you. I'm just always like, oh my God, I'm so awful. Yeah, with me, it's lipstick. It's like, is my lipstick good? Is it? <laughs> your lipstick is always on point. Don't you worry. <laughs> so uh, who's your second favorite? Next up is Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog, because in my opinion, he is sincerely one of the best Disney villains as far as like villains go not just character because i love hades as a character he's a great villain but dr facilier is like a true villain he sold his soul to gain magic and power constantly is on the line of well you know i'm almost getting it back but i'm still in debt up to my eyeballs but no i could get it back he talks to shadows one of them looking like jack skellington which is like the best moment (laughs) cookie cutter not cookie cutter easter egg in a oh, show yeah. ever. and it's like i just love him he again is charismatic his styling is fantastic his motive is just plain and simple and just his he just i ah, just i just really love him <laughs> and he plays to that era so beautifully it's like ridiculous and he's a really well written villain and like you said his his motive is just clear cut rule the world that's it just yeah it's not as complicated as like other people, even like, but even like Ursula's is like, you know, rule is very specific. Rule this, the sea, just the sea. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a lot of classic villains saying, I want to rule the world, except for like in superhero movies. So it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice because technically, he, yes, he's the main villain, but he is not the top villain in the movie. There's oh. someone above him, which makes it even better because he's like, if he messes up, which he did. He got <laughs> away and he doesn't get a second chance. And that's another thing. The Disney villain, like, death scenes or endings, how they leave the movie, how they're defeated, the majority of them are falling to their death. Oh, yeah. It's symbol. It's symbolism, you know. But he's literally dragged by the beings he controlled, quote-unquote, into the depths and the mouth of the dude he owed (laughs) (laughs) so lesson to everyone don't be in debt to a giant tiki head it will not end well for you just don't do voodoo voodoo. i don't know a lot about it but apparently there is some good (laughs) right okay don't do the bad (laughs) (laughs) i mean just in general that the song um friends on the other side when they go bump 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 it's so scary i'm like if i heard that somewhere i'd be running for my life oh my gosh and the dolls with the pins in their hand just mm-hmm. the aesthetic of it just if you look at his shop uh it just oh, and he's good at like manipulating people too which is great because like you i'm going back to hades yeah he's good you know he's like he's it's almost more so blackmail Dr. Facilier can manipulate. That's another good thing about Ursula. Like you were talking, she's good at manipulating. She'll mm-hmm. tear on a heartstring. She'll pluck a nerve. Yeah. And so, like, hey, so you want to do this? I'm going to take care of Loverboy if you don't, you know? Like, they, they, they work into the character psyche. And then at one point, you're like, huh, maybe Tiana should take the deal. 
I mean, like, it's not a bad deal coming. <laughs> you know, you yeah. crushed it for a minute. Yeah, no, I mean, especially when you, like you said, pulling on heartstrings, when he, when he says about her dad never getting what he wanted, it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, that caught me right in the feels. <laughs> right. Like, you get really upset. And I mean, that's the brilliant of Disney movies just in general. But yeah. there's so much about, you're, you're so right with his whole, with his whole manipulation, because it's not just, you know, charm or, you know, charisma it's just him just being like yeah you're sad i'm gonna make you even sadder like let me just show you what you can have if you do this he's taking you to the other side of the situation (laughs) (laughs) first reference of many you are welcome (laughs) you know when you're trying to sound like him you kind of sound like a um like a 40s newscaster you know like when you said i'm gonna take care of lover boy you know like, especially since right now i know you guys can't see her but she has her her hair pinned up uh, we are currently zooming while we're doing this and she has her hair and nice little bun and she has like this nice little outfit on so I look, pin up i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> it's a great look it's a great look it's the thought that counts right <laughs> i love it i'm in love with it <laughs> all right who's your next favorite villain uh mother gothel yeah, she's on my list too. I just everything she says is <laughs> is just gold. Like I think my one of my favorite lines from her is, "You know what I see? I see a proud, confident young woman." Oh, look, you're here too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so ruthless. <laughs> exactly. And as and women, a... we we can be ruthless. Yes, and it's fun because. She's not just, like, usually the go-to is evil stepmother. She's, like, kidnapped adoptee mother. So it plays a twist on it. (laughs) Kidnapped adoptee? I mean, you know. It's so specific, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's kidnapping, but, you know, she raised her, but, you know, for... It's still kidnapping, but... But it's nice not to have the whole "quote unquote" evil stepmother takes over thing. No, it's true. It's it's there's a mother figure, right? And it's just like, oh my, she's so fun. Plus, she's just so sassy. She's uh, well, the woman who voices her, Donna Murphy. She, she's such a great Broadway star too, and she just has this like very much charisma, you know. Mm-hmm. Like even like the way she's drawn, you can totally tell it was based off of, of her. Like, yeah, I don't know a lot about her, but when you if you watch even just a clip of her you can see that she's very much like old timey like slinking, you know very like you know sexy and very i don't know charismatic and mother gothel she everything about her is like slinky and saucy and all this nonsense exactly and she plays off of it i mean with the scene i forget his name but the Dude at the bar and the diaper and the wings. Oh, he doesn't have a name, I don't think. That guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> you know, little Cupid. He's like, wow, I just found myself a tall drink of water. <laughs> like, and she plays off it. Oh, you can't. You know, like, she's totally fine with getting into a character that needs to be done. With the two brutes that are like, yeah, we're going to get the crown. She's like, wait, boys. Wait. And she takes on a different person. It's fantastic how many faces she can put on. She's an actor. <laughs> yes. And it's fantastic. And I also like that a technically a witch character, as she kind of sort of is, isn't like, hey, look, I'm doing magic and stuff. 
it's a more, I'm not going to say realistic version, but like, in comparison, in the world where a magic flower exists, it's a more realistic version of, hey, I'm an old coot, I know some tricks, I found a flower, and I'm going to use it, you know? Like, it's not bibbidi-bobbidi-boo or anything, which is a nice, like, change of pace. For a villain. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, I like that take, because, like you said, most of the, you know, witches... I'm using mm-hmm. air quotes. I can't forget. Keep forgetting people can't see me. I'm using air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with um, with um, you know, even uh, the evil stepmother. You know, she's she doesn't like ever like you know shoot lightning from her hands or whatever. Like she doesn't have a staff, but she does you know magic and a bubbling cauldron. And it's the classic. I'm a witch. Look at me. I'm gonna burn all this goop in a in a pot and you know turn into an old lady. <laughs> oh no, goop. I don't know what the. Rude. Beauty Goop Co. <laughs> I don't. I forgot it was called brew. It's okay. I prefer goop. It's like a coffee brew. It's it's goop essentially. <laughs> Monsters think it was goop. You know it works. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh brother. All right. Uh, who's next up on your list? I know we're not doing this in order technically, but <laughs> yeah. Um. Next, I love John Silver. From Treasure Planet. Oh god, that, I haven't watched Treasure Planet in a long time. <laughs> I know. I I watched it recently because I was the same way. I'm like, wait a second. You know that movie? I had to verify that it was a Disney movie because I'm like, <laughs> is this Disney? Because I don't think of it. Because in my mind, that's not a classic Disney movie, and that's why I love it so much. But John Silver, he's not really the bad guy. Like the spider thing is more of the bad oh, guy. Oh, freaking spider guy. But, oh my god, I hate him. Spider cycle! You know, like, I hate <laughs> him so much. Oh my god, they did such a good... I I hate him because he's so good. But John Silver is, like, it's... I hate using the word realistic when talking about Disney cartoons. But, like, it's more so of a realistic take on, like, yeah, he's a villain because he's gone through stuff and, like, he wants something. And he's gonna do what it takes. But he found someone that, again, plucked a heartstring, mm-hmm. you know? And it just the development of his character, his design. I love his design. <laughs> like the non chivalry of that man is just fantastic. Is that a word? Non chivalry. It is now. Right click add to dictionary. It's a. <laughs> if anybody from Webster's Dictionary is listening, we would love uh, that input. Please, or at least Urban Dictionary. I'll take I'll Urban take Dictionary. That too. <laughs> Probably more. I forget, I forget what is his whole. Um, what's his goal? He wants Treasure Planet. Right, that he, makes sense. He, he wants planet. to find it. He wants that treasure. He's been searching. He finds this crew that's being hired by the Doctor himself because you know he knows nothing of the world and pirates because you know nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just this development of like. He knows what face to show to different people, but this crew, he's like this briny sea air space space captain. I guess it's space captain. Um, but like, you know, he knows when to flash a smile. He plays around. He has like a character and like a sense of humor to him. And then they show this great development of him caring for Jim 
as kind of a father figure in a really obscene kind of way. And it just, it's so heartfelt at the end where Jim looks out and like a cloud is John Silver's face and it like winks because he has a, you know, oh, robot. Right. I remember that now. It's all slowly coming back to me. It's just, oh, it's a moment of grandeur and watching it as a kid it's just fun the drawing is fantastic he's hilarious <laughs> you know the little i i forget morph. yes morph oh. i love how i can't remember like the actual plot <laughs> but i can remember the little pink guy's name because it's morph who's gonna forget morph except for me just now <laughs> i was gonna say you just did <laughs> <laughs> but it's just he just it's so fun and watching it as an adult there's so much more meaning in everything he says and does. And it's like, whoo, <laughs> he knows how to put his crew in their place and stuff. Like, he's an intimidating character when he wants to be. Well, I mean, he's a giant pirate. Why wouldn't he be intimidating? True. Now, not to, like, squash True. your, your, um, your no, but there, but, like. <laughs> well, if you compare it to a different pirate. I, air quotes pirate you know <laughs> captain hook well <laughs> two very different versions of a pirate <laughs> yeah um I'm, what do we call captain hook a pirate at this point <laughs> I, know. I know he's a pirate but you know you go back to pirates of the caribbean it's like that's a pirate that's, that's a, a pirate. pirate yes he this doesn't even think his mustache <laughs> just... <laughs> at this point i feel like smee might almost be more of a pirate in yeah, summer, Mr. Smee is so. I love him. He's so cute. He's fantastic. He's so Book is like an honorable mention because I love him. He didn't make the top five, but he's an honorable mention because it's Captain Hook. No, look, Captain Hook is a classic, so you can't not include him in some way. Yep. But yeah, I was like, you know what? I can't even like condone making like a villain. Vil he is a villain. He's like one of the classic villains. But he's villainous. Yes. But just, like, all of the classic villains that are so much worse than him are just, like... He's a bad guy. Hang on. He's not a villain. He's a bad guy. There we go. He's a bad guy. There. He doesn't get the ranking of villain. <laughs> Fair. Oh, my gosh. All right. Who's number three for you? A Scar. Oh, interesting. Well, again, his whole... It makes sense. I mean, like, his older brother... Okay, I looked it up. What they're what their names mean in mm. Swahili. Mm. Uh, and his, apparently his real name is not Scar. It's like Taka or something. I can't remember oh. exactly. But apparently Mufasa means king. Okay. And Taka or whatever it is means garbage. So they literally named their kids king and garbage. Trash. What do you think is going to happen? God, you name your son trash. <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think this is going to happen? The ending for your two little bouncing baby boys? Probably not. Ooh, that put so much more into Bruce. I understand why they went with Scar now instead of literal trash. Yeah, like I can. I, but I can even Scar is like okay. So you're naming your child after a like a, a facial malfunction. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. God, can you imagine? I don't even want to imagine. That's done too much already. Disney doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool name for a villain, but if you really think about it, you're like, you are naming your child after a part of their body that they cannot change. Right. And they, they didn't even mean to get, you know, 
It's yeah. a scar on the eye. Who's going to purposefully be like, I'm going to get a wicked scar. I'm going to come like a soft scar because I'm going to be a badass. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's always how it happens in books and TV shows. You know, it's like, you know, they call him, they call him hook hand because why? He has a hook for a hand. It's like, <laughs> okay. True. Okay. Every cue, you know, every anime ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. a point there. Yeah. Um, but uh, the reason I love Scar is because, again, I love the funny villains. I'm very into the comic relief. Because even though he has some dark moments, you know, he pushes his own brother off of a cliff. But, um, you know, when he when he has Zazu in the cage and, he and you know, he's like, sing a song. And Zazu starts singing It's Small World. And he goes, no, 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 anything but that. <laughs> and he starts singing I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. And then Scar's like going, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is he choosing to do with his king- with his kingdom? He's choosing to lay down and sing a lovely bunch of coconuts with a, um, uh, what is, what is Zazu? What, what kind of bird is he? I can't remember. With a bird. I don't know. With an African bird. Yes, that. <laughs> yeah. a I would love, thing. sorry? A winged flighted thing. <laughs> I would love to have included the hyenas, but we're not doing, you know, but since we're not doing sidekicks, but they are my favorite sidekicks. I mean, sidekicks might be, you know, the next one. Yeah. Yeah. That might be a fun follow up because there's good sidekicks and then there's bad guy sidekicks. Yeah. Like there's some that they're either some that are just really bad at their job and there are some that are just like horrible people, like even some worse than their actual boss. <laughs> Yes, that's actually a point I'm going to be making later on. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Scar is just theatrical, if Mm -hmm. not one of the most theatrical Disney villains. He's so, again, I think not all of them are charismatic, but a lot of them are. And he has that, you know, stage presence. Yeah. Like, like everything is very big. Everything is boisterous. Everything is, Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love him for it. And again, even though he's probably one of the worst, because he, you know, tried he killed his brother, he tried to kill his own nephew, he... Murder. Power yeah. hungry. Yeah. Not not a great guy, but... No. No, not really. No, I... No. <laughs> tried to blame it on the kid. That's traumatization. Like, you know. <laughs> there's, there's so much going on there that I... I don't even want to know what that, what that uh, you know, family TV show would be like. You know, my messed up uncle and me. I don't know what you would call that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, who's, who's your next favorite? Oh, my gosh. Next one, and we've talked about this, and I know you don't like him, but I love him. Edgar Balthazar. Ah! The Aristocats. And here's why. No, I do not con- condone the idea of herding cats for money, but, like... Who can, like, say you're at a bar with a bunch of villains. They're like, yeah, I murdered my my brother, you know, got rid of the, his kid. Well, I tried to poison a young girl because she was pretty. You know, he comes up, I wanted to get rid of some cats so I could get some money. Like, that's <laughs> not, that's not, that's the most, I, I don't, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You say it out loud, it's like, that's not a villain. That's not a villain. I mean, it's a villain, but that's not a villain. And in every scene he is in, you can't help but laugh. But, like, he is a villain because, like, how could you harm innocent kittens? Technically, he just gets right. He doesn't kill them. He just, like, you know, 
cuts them in and non-violently disposes of them and not care about no but he was gonna try and like throw them in the river but then but then they fell off his bike oh they fell off the oh, i'm I, st- I still stand by what i said <laughs> man i need to watch that movie again i just recently watched it so ah ha ha there you go but i just i'm sorry the, the whole scene with him and the dogs with the umbrella and the cart and the <laughs> Like, it's just, see, even thinking about it, you can't help but smile at it. And he ends up going to Timbuktu. How often can you say the word Timbuktu as a child for a good reason? <laughs> no, okay, listen, I get what you're saying where he's very, it's, every scene he's in is very funny. Like, you know, with the whole he squeaky shoes, you know, the dogs are like, I hate a pair of shoes. <laughs> Crickets don't wear shoes. But, like, oh. but it's just like I mean I might get more into it later because I have several villains who do animal cruelty in my least favorite list. Um, that's your bottom five animal cruelty yes well technically well. Scar should be in that then but he's an animal himself so it's just pure murder that's a good point All I mean, right. I'm, not, I'm not condoning murder obviously like I'm not saying that killing is worse than killing your father or your brother but like, like human animal cruelty how about that okay fine but like <laughs> neither should be a thing so yes um, no I mean you're, you're not wrong it's very funny but what I was telling one of my friends actually I might have told you this I, don't, I can't remember who I've told people who I've told things to um, <laughs> that technically he was going to get the money and he just thought because he's an idiot that he was like cats have nine lives so how many you know times nine it's like they don't really have nine lives you moron like they're going to be dead in like you know ten years and then you'll get the money so just like take care of these adorable kittens live in this awesome house with these again adorable kittens and you'll get the money it's fine yeah but it's I think a lot of it is that just his pride I've been serving this mistress not mistress madam (laughs) interesting (laughs) oh god um serving this madam for x amount of years god knows and now she has passed and i must serve these cats out of the goodness of my heart and in hopes that i outlive them for money like that you know well but arguably again this is very terrible on my part but (laughs) but arguably it's her that he should have the qualm against. Why wouldn't he take his revenge out on her instead of the cats? The cats because, don't know. Because he would then have to change the will. If she dies, the cats get it even faster. Get rid of the cats, he's going to outlive her. He might not outlive the cats because they're kin. Cats can live a while. God knows how old that guy is. He is like ancient. He's not as ancient as the friend, you know, with the cane. <laughs> but. <laughs> that whole movie is great. It's so f- plus the drawing, just the drawing of his facial expressions, just his mouth when he says "here," kit, kit, I just yeah. how does one exactly like how does one do that with thy face, like with thy face, with thy face. Listen, you have valid points. I just cannot condone animal cruelty, which sounds bad <laughs> considering that I'm condoning murder, basically, which I don't mean to. But... That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I've just had, I've always had an issue with villains with uh, innocent animals. Yeah, no, it's valid. It's, it's, if someone was okay with it, 
that would be the issue. I'm not okay with that. I'm just saying he's still great to watch. No, he's fun to watch. He's definitely fun to watch. That's because you want him to suffer. Exactly. When he yeah. ends up in in the what was it? It the wasn't crate. a no. It was, uh, what was it? A trunk. 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 Yeah, it was a trunk. Like it's like a whole huzzah moment. It's great. It's one of those moments where it's like, yes, you don't say it very loudly because the fact that you're, you know, excited about a guy who was trying to harass kittens getting it, you know, in a Disney movie set in, are they in England or are they in New York? I could never tell. France. France. I (laughs) love it. None of the above. (laughs) No one has French accents, though. No, Duchess does. Kind of. She has a French accent, and I love it. More so than anyone else. <laughs> I think it's their attempt at a French accent. Yes, there you go. <laughs> well, I don't know how many French act- actresses were just lying in the movie. <laughs> so. You know, they, there, there are so many characters they could have done it for. True. I was, you know, really quickly, it, I will say that whenever there's a cartoon, typically... If they're anywhere in Europe, they have a British, they have British accent. I'm like, but they're in Ireland or <laughs> right. they're in Paris. Or it's like that. Why do they have British accent? They just have a nice proper accent that you can't really distinguish. But I'm clearly not American, so it's fine. Yeah. You know, that was a horrible <laughs> example. But you know what I mean. <laughs> no. I, hello. I mean, so annoying. <laughs> um, All right. Who's number four for you? Maleficent. No, yes. Because I think she's the only villain on my favorite villains list who is not a complete joke almost. Yes. (laughs) Because although she has that one funny line, I think we discussed this before the podcast, but I completely understand why she's upset. She she has FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. She wasn't invited to a party. (laughs) I get it. Literally the entire kingdom was invited to this birthday or baptism or whatever it was for the princess and she's not invited how insulted would you be <laughs> she's literally called i know she's called the mistress of all evil but still she doesn't seem she's done anything in a while so maybe just you know throw her a bone just you know i to the party i wouldn't be insulted that everyone's everyone is invited i would be insulted that those three fairies i love them but like little off their rocker that they were invited to bestow gifts and whatnot. And I, as Maleficent, wasn't. I'd be like, you're going to invite those lovely dear oafs and not me. <laughs> that would be so great. I will say, though, if you were known as the mistress of all evil, I might go as far as to invite you to the party and just have you surrounded by armed guards. But I don't think I'd let you give my daughter a birthday present. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, never. <laughs> I just, I feel like that that's like asking a serial killer to give your child something. <laughs> like I it would be, you know, a giant mallet or something. Yeah, or like, you know, a couple knives. Just doesn't sound right for a, you know. A pacifier paper. made of skulls and a spike, like Hades. You know, you do yeah, that. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's what would have happened if she was invited. She would plug. At least like, Hades was related to Hercules. <laughs> So it made a little bit more sense for him to give him a gift. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, it's still not good. But like, again, it's it's very messy me trying to condone having somebody called the mistress of all evil invited to 
what would be in this case my child's like baptism birthday whatever it is yeah but i do understand being mad because you're not invited to a party we've all been not invited to things and it's not fun (laughs) so that's valid i mean look literally that one line she even proves and that's why she's upset she says not wanted oh what an awkward situation so she's totally like dude (laughs) it's great she has such an air she just walks in and be like all right let's get this party started right maybe (laughs) it's the dramatic let's do this i have a magical stick and i'm not afraid to use it i have a magical stick horns and a sassy crow don't make me sick i'm on you (laughs) i love that freaking crow oh my god it's my favorite even the crow is the crow is a better villain than some of the villains i have on my bottom five list there's literally when he finds aurora in the cottage because of the fairies and he has that like that like evil like smirk like "Ooh, i found her it's like did not know that crows could have facial emotions right i'm like wow you can evil smile with a beak that's impressive it's not even a smile, it's like a smirk, which is even like someone more smirk. for a bird to have. I know, he could basically be saying, mwahaha, it's great. <laughs> he just needs a little top hat and like a monocle. <laughs> that might make him Mr. Peanut, but... <laughs> does, he even, does he even have a name? I feel like he has a name. In the in the live action ones, he does. I think it's Dante? No, no. wait, that's, that's the dog in... in uh, Coco. Uh, it's something. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. I think it's like Dorfugel. Dorfugel? What? <laughs> yes, it's Dorfugel, the name that strikes fear in the heart of children. <laughs> it is Dorfugel. I don't know why I turned to Swedish, but I feel like Dorfugel. No. You guys, I know you guys can't see us, but Grace just did this great, like, maniacal thing with her hands that was. Maniacal? Just- Excuse you. Oh, you're flattered. You know it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that was more of a Mr. Burns thing, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just making it up. <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's like Diego or something. It's something Diablo. Diablo. That's what it is. That's what it is. Is it? Because I know it's a name for the devil in a different language. I just couldn't remember. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Just watch everybody listening to this. Like, go like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, I've just, like, triumphantly been like, that's it. I figured it out. Oh, my gosh. I don't even. Devil. D-I-A-V-A-L. Wow, it's completely wrong. Evil. Devil. Diablo. That. <laughs> okay. So, not Diablo. Because we're talking about the cartoon, mostly. Because live action, they've mixed stuff up. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking up the... Because li- the live-action one, I think, is Diablo or something like that. No, no, no. That was the live-action. Oh, that was. Oh, oh, okay. But I'm talking about, like, in general, um, like, with this... Like, I'm not including the live-action Maleficent. Oh, yeah, no, no. In my list. It would strictly be the cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. No, she's a way better villain than the cartoon. I love Angelina Jolie, I do, but... Yes. Okay. In the In the animated film his name is diablo oh okay so i had it oh in the live action they just tweaked it so instead of saying devil they said something that sounds exceedingly like devil (laughs) it's perfect 
whatever works. Right. All right. Who's your last favorite? My last one is actually Mother Gothel. Oh, that's fun. So we <laughs> made it in my top five just because I just love her. It's great. We've oh, we've talked about her. She's fantastic. She, I mean, her song alone is. Yes. There's so much like stage presence that you're like, I could see this being on Broadway. Yes, I I need to remember when they're in the forest and she's singing, oh, so you're so mature now. Yeah. Part of the song, and I'm like, I need to remember this when I have a teenage daughter. <laughs> Gotta spin it on them. Because it's great. It's a whole song about, like, oh, you're so mature. You know how the world works. You know how men work. Go ahead. You know more than I, who's been around 100 years or so. No, no. She doesn't know that though, because how would you feel if your mother told you that she was like practically immortal? I mean, true. That would be a little weirded out. If, if, yeah, (laughs) you'd think she would have noticed though. Be like, wow, mom's looking kind of wrinkly. I sing and now she doesn't, huh? Is that how age works? Like, you'd think she would have caught on eventually, (laughs) but I think that's why Mother Gothel's always behind her. When she's brushing her hair. Yeah, but she has to look at her in the eye. Be like, hey, I'm not feeling so good. Eye contact. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I know it's you. Well, and then, but yeah, I could see that. Well, my brother actually mentioned something to me. And I was blown away with how mm-hmm. detailed this is. Whatever, because I was always like, well, at least she like shows she kind of loves Rapunzel. You know, she's always kissing her. And, and my brother Jack is like, aha, only shows affection to her hair only kisses her on her head does not kiss her on the cheek Ooh. think Ooh. about that Hang on. i'm letting this i'm letting this tea seep for a moment <laughs> wow i can't argue that i don't know any parent who kisses their kid on the cheek no my mom does oh, okay well never mind then <laughs> and ooh, I'm letting the tea re-steep. <laughs> that is, that's, that's valid. Hmm. Mm, that's interesting. Are you like choking an invisible beard right now? It kind of looked like that. <laughs> Maybe. My tea steeping beard of invisibility. I also have a mustache of inquiry that I twirl on occasion. <laughs> See, I will say, if I if I was a man, I was able to grow a mustache. I would just grow the most like unbelievable mustache, just so I could do that. I would put flowers in it. I would do just so much. I can. I have crepe hair. I can. I can make you a mustache. Oh, please do. I would. I would love a mustache. I'll give you a nice Jafar mustache with the twirl on the end of the chin. It'll be great. Oh my god! I'll never get a date again. It'll be great. <laughs> Hey, if you dress the part, you know. I, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. So, who's your last Disney? My last favorite is Yzma. Oh, that's a fun one. Oh my god, she is hysterical. I have to watch that movie again. There's not a dull moment in that movie where I'm not crying hysterically because it's so funny. I mean, it's the, me and Jack just to imitate I this. Her a Disney villain. That's the funniest part. She what? I never even consider her a Disney villain. <laughs> I mean, she still wants to kill somebody. So no, she does. Oh, she wants power. She's 
really creepy. She's crazy. She's brilliant. She goes through, you know, henchmen. God knows how often. It's fantastic. She's the perfect villain. I just never think of her as a Disney villain because she's way too funny. So that's that's true. I mean, just Jack and I would always mimic the scene when we were kids when she's describing her plan about turning Cusco into a flea and then putting it in a box and another box. And then she goes, ah, and then I smash it with a hammer. And then I smash it with a hammer. <laughs> that was a great impression. <laughs> I'm scared that they came out of me. <laughs> And then when she's smashing the bus and she goes a little to the left. <laughs> right. He has to twist it a little bit. <laughs> and I, oh, I love Kronk, too. Such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It, she's like, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? You're excused. <laughs> Anyone else? No, we're good. Okay, then get him! <laughs> <laughs> and when she turns to a cat and goes, is that my voice? Is that my voice? Oh well. <laughs> oh, the sounds that come out of her mouth, her squeal is fantastic. I love that she's walking around, and be like, "These are my favorite pair of shoes." Smack in the mud, face in the mud. It's just, it's just her face when he's talking. It's like, are you talking to that squirrel? It's like <laughs> maybe. What of it? <laughs> See, he's probably my one of my favorite sidekicks, so we'll we'll get into that in the next podcast. But like. There's so much to talk about. Oh my god, there's so much, so much information about about just their relationship because their relationship is so amazing because he is so loyal to her and she treats him like crap. <laughs> He's like, why did I think you could do this? This one little thing. It's like talking to a monkey, a big fat monkey, monkey named Crunk. <laughs> and you know what else? I've never liked your spinach pups. Puffs. Yeah. Pups. <laughs> it's fantastic it's like oh my god calm yourself down <laughs> calm down lady no need to hurt the man's feelings in the second one she's even more hilarious she has a full song where she's not doing anything weird but like it's all bizarre in her world it's not weird but you look at it as a let's just look at this as it's happening she was half cat because of a potion she designed herself Mm-hmm. For God knows what reason, <laughs> trying to make money to scam old people, like oh how the mighty fall, like what? <laughs> I've actually never seen the second one. I don't, I don't even think I knew that there was a second one. I'm so sorry if I. It's all about Kronk. I'm sorry. I oh that's that one. I, yeah. I, I I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. This was really fun. <laughs> sorry, I, um, I, ha- I have to go now. I'm so sorry. Something came up. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's too bad this will never air then. <laughs> no. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> you have to watch it. It's fantastic. And she's I, I will. even more hilarious and kooky. Because that's all she is. She's kooky. She's a nut job. But she's a nut job we all love. <laughs> That's an odd sentence. But so relatable in so many ways. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people say that about me all the time. Same. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) All right. Moving right along. Yes. (laughs) So who is your first least favorite villain? Okay. 
Now this, the, the first, like my top ones, I was kind of basing off who I love and who I think are decent villains, right? These ones are scattered. So it's not like all of them are just bad at being a villain. Not all of them are just, I dislike them. It's a menagerie, right? Okay. My top one is purely because when I was thinking about this today, this just popped up in my head. They are super creepy. They're super just, why do you need to exist? I question whoever created them. I question their sanity, because why did they? The Siamese cats from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> My mom hates them, too. <laughs> I just, okay, it's been a very long time since I watched the movie. But thinking back on the movie, I think of the song, He's a Tramp, because I love that dog character. She's adorable. <laughs> Peg. Yes, I love her with the, I just, I love her. That song. He's a Tramp. <laughs> and it's literally a Disney song singing about someone being a tramp. Like, come on. <laughs> How often do, does that get to fly by the radar? You know? Not it's, very often. And the freaking Siamese cats. that They were in the movie for two seconds, screwed everything up, and they're like, we're just here. Don't mind us. We're fine. It's a playoff of evil twins. Like, the super creepy twin thing. And I'm just like... <laughs> I, uh, uh, they could have been anything. They could have been twin squirrels. They could have been rats. They're creepier than rats. Those things, I just... Mm, I don't like them. Not to mention they're probably the most racist Disney characters ever. Besides Jim Crow and Dumbo. And there's also moments in Aristocats that I... Looking back on with the music... Oh I, yeah, where he has the chopsticks and he's playing with the chopsticks. And it's a... It's... A, it's a, you it's know. upsetting. It's an upsetting time, for I, sure. Yes. So, and I'm not even looking at it from that side, because we'll be here all day if I do. <laughs> but just looking them as just characters. I'm just looking at them as cats. I don't care about their facial features. I don't care about their accents or anything. How they speak. Just what they say. <laughs> the song. The unison. The reason they're just like, why do you need to exist? It puts... That, that, that movie is a dog per person's movie. Mm -hmm. Because the only cats that are really in it suck. <laughs> <laughs> this is, so, so there's Aristocats, right? Yeah. That is, that's a cat person's movie. But the dogs are fantastic in it too. So it's like, if you're a dog person, you don't like cats. If you're a cat person, you're fine with dogs. If you're a dog person, I don't think you're, you're allowed to like cats. Totally kind of sucks, because cats are awesome. <laughs> yes, right? I like both. Yeah. I like all cat dog is a perfect combination, you know. But it's like <laughs> I just ugh, hate no, them. they're really creepy. They're ugh. these two kids that I used to nanny for. One time they when they were on their way to school, they were like, "Can we play? Can we play that song?" I'm like, "Oh, do we have to?" They're <laughs> like ten and like eight, and I'm like, "Are you sure this is how you want to go to school?" Like, I'll put it on, fine. But how is this not giving you nightmares? Because at that time I was like eighteen. I'm like, this is giving me nightmares. Oh no. <laughs> It's like the Disney version of the twins from The Shining. Ah. Oh my god. <laughs> now let's get that out of my head. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I just watched it recently, so I'm like thinking about it. It's on my brain. Who watches The Shining in the middle of summer? I've never seen it. Okay, even bigger question. Why would you watch The Shining in the middle of summer if you've never <laughs> seen it? Because I want to say that I've officially seen it. Plus also, it's now bugging me. Technically, those kids were not twins. They were siblings. They were eight and ten. They were not twins. Oh my god! It looked—they look very similar. Yeah, but <laughs> listen, I'm a twin. I get it. 
Yeah, but you're actually twins. They call everyone refers to them as twins, but they're not. It's it's like calling Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein. No, no, no. It's the monster Frankenstein's. You know, the real monster. But he's the oh, son. God, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Back off Disney top or bottom five. Top of your bottom five. Uh, Shanyu you from Mulan. <sighs> because he is so creepy and diabolical. <laughs> he is so evil. He Our top people were just creepy. This is great. <laughs> I'm just going to turn into that now. And here's the thing. I know people are going to say, but he's good at his job. He knows what he wants. I'm like, yes. But you know that he kills children. So yeah. that's not good. And it pleases him. And it what? And it pleases him. Like, he's always oh, yeah. so stoic. The only thing that unnerves that guy is when Mulan's like, haha, beat by a chick. You know? So, like, a classic misogynistic man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to even get into that with Mulan. <laughs> like, it's a fun moment. It's, like, the only thing that unnerves him. He holds the doll. He, like, his men are buried in snow. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. He was defeated by a woman. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> I love how stoic he is, though. As a character, his design is fantastic. But his yellow eyes are so... <sighs> Exactly. It's the that's the yeah. point. But like, okay, there are two lines. One of them actually he doesn't even say. But it's it scared me as a kid. No, but he's involved in it. He's involved in that line. There I'm not just mentioning a line that somebody else said. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that comes up. Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> but so there's two lines. So one is when he's holding the doll, and he goes, "This little girl is probably missing her doll. We should return it to her." And you're like, "Oh." Crap, he's gonna go to that village and just massacre everybody. That's wonderful. Like, oh no. And then the second one is when those two men are from are captured from the army, and mm -hmm. he's like, Go tell your emperor to send his strongest troops. Mm -hmm. And he goes, How many men does it take to deliver a message? And the other guy goes, One. one. It's like, so scary. I'm like, as a kid, I didn't understand what that meant. And I the like when I watched it as I got older, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you take a moment and be like, hang on. That's what, that's, I, I, there's a reason he's not in my top five. But like, I, I just love the stoicness of him. Part of me almost kind of, <laughs> I kind of think of Thanos in that way. God. Another villain who is so evil, too evil for words. I, but, ugh. but like, there's part of it that there's just a stoic knowing of, I am pure evil. Perhaps even in my own eyes. And I'm good at it. Like you said, like, I, he's just, he has that air of, like, ooh, there's no charisma. There's no humor. There's no nothing. You're just a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the first moment you see him, when he ends up on the Great Wall of China in the beginning, mm -hmm. when he, and he, um, and the guy goes, now all of China knows you're here, and he says, Perfect. Exactly. He wants a fight. Like he he's not somebody who's like gonna plan articulate artic what am I trying to say? Mm, Ar articulately artic He's not planning things. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> he's not planning in an articulate manner. Thank you. There we go. He's not a planner. He's very much like I have these really tough guys, I'm gonna be able to use them to bring down the entire Chinese army. And yep. he's like, It's fine. I'm just gonna go in there and I'm gonna kill as many people as I can. He is not a, not, a thinker is not the right word. He's not a, he doesn't care how many people he has to get rid of. 
in order to succeed. And I think a lot of villains do that, but a lot of them are like, well, I need people for my, you know, new regime. And he's like, I don't care. (laughs) I just want China. (laughs) Right. Like my army will bow at my feet. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't care who I have to kill in China to get this to go through. A lot of it is like public humiliation, which is fantastic. It's just fantastic as a villain. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's a bad dude. (laughs) I don't approve. (laughs) of uh, country domination. I don't approve of this message. (laughs) It's very, it's valid. All right, who's your second? Jafar. (laughs) And I know that people may hate me, be like, oh my God, Jafar is fantastic. I love Aladdin. (laughs) Quiet for a second. Stop yelling at me for a second. (laughs) And I'm going to do it in Two words. Bad ending. Bad ending. His whole thing was he got everything. He, which I'm just as a side note, his care, his his relationship with Jasmine is beyond creepy because he probably oh, wants to yeah. grow up. He has the daughter and the sultan under his thumb. Everyone's, like, heading off. He has a genie there. Yeah, Aladdin's an issue, but, you know, ignore Aladdin for a second. His one downfall is he gets cocky. Now, his entire character is his ego. I'm all-powerful. Blah, 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 blah. You know. <laughs> I don't know why I sound my Dracula here. But you know, <laughs> he just, his whole air is, like, I deserve this all. His ego. But it's it's he turned the flip from ego to cocky and it completely messed things up. And I'm like, really? Yeah, you had to listen to a kid because you wanted to get cocky for a second and be like, yeah, I can be all powerful. You don't get to tell me someone else is more powerful than I am. Shut up. He could have just been like, eh, I control the most powerful thing, which is better than being the most powerful thing. And just shut him up. He could have easily done that. But his cockiness gave him like plus Iago is one of the most brain torturing irritating nails on a chalkboard character i love him but i just <laughs> you, you want to smack him every time he opens his beak <laughs> you know you just see him and it's like i'm gonna shove a cracker in your mouth so you cannot <laughs> and i know you hate it that's why i'm doing it. like you know i just can't <laughs> no it's i mean it's valid i mean jafar is definitely one of the most um power hungry villains in that it becomes his downfall because I mean most of the villains are very power hungry but he's yeah. the one that allows it to defeat him so yeah. quickly I mean it's about it's not even a full 24 hours that he has all this power and then <laughs> it takes him down at least Scar he has pride rock under his thumb for like, like years. 18 years or something like that like something crazy yeah. and you, you gotta applaud him for it I mean right He's an evil guy, but he did a, he did a good job. He was very and Ursula, she, she got power, you know. And what ended her reign was not her trying to like now I'm gonna fight the humans for land. No, she clearly got speared like by a ship. And by a ship, it's like you can't blame her. Yeah, <laughs> it was his pure cockiness, and he was so good. His plan had worked perfectly, and if he didn't go from egotistical. To cocky, it would have worked. Yeah. I mean, and he, 
I will say he's not very funny, but he has that one line that cracks me up that actually inspired my nickname from a group of friends of mine when he okay. says, I think it's time to say goodbye to Prince Abubu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, he's great. And his his song is ridiculous because it's Jafar and, and like, what well, you're singing now. Why are you? <laughs> Hang on. Who's, who said you could sing? <laughs> you mean, most, of the, most of the villains have their own song. Yeah, but it's Jafar. He that was not <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm saying it as a good thing, but I'm like, you are now singing. Okay, <laughs> that's sure. not awkward at all for everybody involved. Let, let's do this. <laughs> it was great. He has a fine singing voice, though. It's not offensive. No, not a, no, no. Iago, yes. <laughs> oh God, I can't even watch. I mean. I like Return of Jafar, but Iago's songs are so annoying. Let's <laughs> not even get into that. That's a whole other uh, sequel. episode. There's the there's the third one. Sequels. <laughs> that was a three-hour-long episode. Bro. <laughs> oh, All right. Who's your next one? Uh, getting back to animal cruelty. <laughs> Here <laughs> we go. Film. Cruella DeVille. Like, this is what's so upsetting is that she's actually a really good villain. She's so much fun. But, like, the idea of wanting, like, at least Edgar wants money. She just wants fashion. So. <laughs> it's, it's, really, only it's fashion. It's, it's really upsetting. She wants to kill these adorable little puppies just so she can have, like, some coats or some gloves or something. Well, where's Prada? I'm just gonna put Devil, that there. Devil Wars Prada. Do not ever say that movie in vain again. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm not even meaning the movie title. I'm meaning the movie title is perfect for this. The Devil oh. with Cruella Deville. It means cruel devil, you know? Yeah. Where's Prada? That is, it's truly her slogan. True. <laughs> I mean, and again, she's really fun to watch, though, probably more so at actual Disneyland. Like when you actually run into her at the park, she's hysterical. But. Like, in the movie, she's so erratic that you almost are like, this is so much fun to watch because this lady is totally unraveled. I but... want to learn how to drive from her. I want a driving course. <laughs> from Cruella oh, please, please don't do that. Please. That would be so fun. For five seconds and you crash into a snowbank. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love the scene where she's in her bed with her cigarette holder and she has, like, curlers in her hair and she just looks so awful and she thinks she's like in the height of luxury and you're like lady you are so far past that you are so not there (laughs) you're so beyond disturbed (laughs) she reminds me of um medusa in oh yeah rescue whatever ranger Res- no, the rescuers, just the rescuers. I the think. rescuers. Yeah. She, they they have a similar, I'm not going to call it swag, because it's not swag, but they have a similar, like, strut of yeah. their presence. Like, you walk into the room, and you think that you're the most fabulous person, and you deserve whatever you snap your fingers and ask for. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I love it. They both have crazy curler moments. They both have crazy driving moments. It's fit. I just... They but both I, have uh, cigarette holders, too. Oh my god, they do. <laughs> That's so funny. So, really, anybody who has a cigarette holder, you should not trust. 
Smoking's bad, kids, for more than one reason. <laughs> but anyway, it's a, it's a cigarette on the end of the holder. Yeah. And that is a foot long. I mean, it's she has the red glove, she has a cigarette holder, she has the fur coat, she has like the really ridiculous, like, high red heels. I will say, her aesthetic, how she is drawn, the crazy in her eyes as she's driving. Yep. Those are some of the best screenshots of a Disney movie <laughs> ever. Just her color palette. The simplicity. She's made up of, what, 50 lines? And she looks that cool? Like... Oh, she looks amazing. I mean, it's the same... I think it's the same style of drawing as Aristocats, right? I believe so. I need to look at the era if they were about the same time or not. They're really close together, but I'm not sure if they're technically in the same era or not. Mm -hmm. But... But yeah, definitely that kind of... I mean, she's a... Again, it was a hard choice because she is a really well-developed... Not even developed, because she doesn't really have any developments. But she's a really well-thought-out character, and she's really... She does develop. She turns crazier. (laughs) That's not a good development, though. You you said development. You didn't say good development. That is true. I need to be more specific, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Because she had great character development. She went from like, oh, yes, darling, just tell me when they're ready, to... Oh my god, I'm gonna murder some dogs, you know? <laughs> I mean, she was already gonna murder the dogs, but I think the fact that she got in a car, had her eyes turn all swirly cuckoo, and then drove into a snowbank is yep. kind of like where you draw the line at, like, okay, this chick belongs in an asylum. Yep. <laughs> yep, they need to open Arkham's doors so she can drive right through. And so now we're going to Batman? <laughs> her and Joker would get along great. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to see that movie. <laughs> I don't like the idea of that. I do now. God, I need a fan art of those two together. Oh, Jesus. I'm sure. Okay, guys, you, you heard the, the bat signal. If any of you are drawers, please. No, I'm, ser- I'm completely serious. If you guys want to send us your art. Oh, good Lord, please. Definitely please, please. do so. Please, please, please. Um, okay, so who is your third least favorite? Next one is... Frollo from uh, Notre Dame. Man. Do I even need to explain this? I don't really think so, but please feel free to. <laughs> <laughs> like, he took something, I'm not a religious person, but he took something that is faith and religion that can be, in other scenes of the movie, even a beautiful, heartwarming, safe thing, and took all of the horrible aspects that you could possibly derive from the wording and just say, yes, this is my aesthetic. (laughs) And I'm like, why? He just does so many horrible things. And then, I mean, I know chicks go crazy over an ex, but like (laughs) he destroyed Paris over a girl. But they're not even exes, so there's even not no flame literally and metaphorically he's freaking out over a flame like yeah he literally burns on all of Paris really I just oh and I will say it is one of the because of all the many great Disney villains falling to their deaths his is fantastic because they oh, didn't yeah. have him fall to his death he didn't they didn't just make it a little red underneath so he falls into like lava and stuff 
representing, they made the face of the gargoyle smile. And this is like, oh, we've been waiting for this one to join our ranks. Like, that was so fun, <laughs> like, extra, like, oh, you're going down in your own flames. And they're happy about it. Like, it's just great. That oh, is fantastic. It's definitely one of Disney's finest moments. And the only thing I would differ on you here is that I couldn't put him. Yes, he is probably one of the most evil villains because he's such a real life villain. Yes. Because he commit, you know, he's he's prejudiced. He's misogynistic. He's just creepy in general. But he's so well developed. And I have my brother to thank for this because my Jack's Jack's favorite Disney movie is um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and he's also read the book too. So I've like heard all the different aspects, and he's creepy in both medias, but <laughs> he's awful in both medias. Yeah. But he, the way Disney developed him and made him this character, he's so what's the word? He's so complicated. Yeah. And I, I think it's hard for me to put him in my least favorite just because he's so well developed and so well like coordinated in his. His character development is amazing because, again, he does go from crazy to crazier. But yeah. you kind of see that, like, tortured, you know, inside because he's a man of faith. So he's like, I can't yeah. have these feelings. I shouldn't be liking this woman who, in my opinion, is the devil because she's with gypsies who, it, you know, yeah. are not acceptable to me. So yeah. it's it's such a, you know, um, hard hard thing for him to admit that he's attracted to this woman so that's only reason i couldn't put him in my least favorite but i do agree with you that he is probably one of the most evil people in disney yeah and that's why i put him in here because the atrocities you know without the magical elements of it have one million percent happened Mm -hmm. a lot of them continue to happen to one degree or another Mm -hmm. you know like i think that's why he is in my bottom because he is I I couldn't put him in my top because I don't love him, but he is a legit villain. With or without the Disney in front of it. So that's why it's like he, I just I can't I like nothing about him. Yeah. Yes, he no, yes, he's you know, he, if you analyze him, the inner torment of this man, but like no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, I get it. He's he's because he's a real life villain. He's somebody that yeah. really exists and probably does exist. So and has, and always will at least yeah. elements of him. So now that I, I kind of like that you actually put him though in your list in some respect because he does deserve recognition for something. Oh yeah, <laughs> whether it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All right, who's your next one? Uh, Clayton. Ah, I was wondering when he was going to come up. <laughs> more animal cruelty um again he's a really good villain though because he does get stuff done and he's a real life villain mm-hmm. he he is my real life villain yes we're talking about one of us both of us having that because he you know he's so diabolical because he takes these people to africa he's like a guide and he's like oh well i'm here i'll just mm-hmm. go ahead and you know massacre all these gorillas and he you know like you do like you, you know i'm who hasn't done that? Um, but, <laughs> sorry, me, I haven't. I'm raising my hand. Me. <laughs> oh no, me too. I mean, no, it's not. No, <laughs> never do that. Um, but like that whole scene, I ugh, can't even think about it. it. Makes me cry when they have, you know, they light the whole forest up and they start capturing all the gorillas. It's so mm-hmm. upsetting, and it's it's so horrific because, like you said, it's a real life. He's a real life villain. This stuff has happened and is continuing to happen, mm-hmm. and 
even though he he does have some funny moments, again, he's so awful that you can't you can't really like anything about him. Nope. He has a good voice. I love the voice acting and his voice is just so perfect because it goes from like a proper man going and guiding to like, wow, how judgmental can I be of these loonies who are passionate about their work that's dumb and he goes <laughs> my favorite line and moment is when he captures tarzan he's like have we met oh, i'm like yeah. oh you did not just pull that you did not just pull that he's like oh yes i'm like shut up shut up then take another shut up please like it's like one of those most infuriating moments where it's so simple and just the look on his face is like satisfaction oh he's absolutely so gross and so and there's no other word for that because that just that that what he what you just described is so awful because he's totally playing a game and he knows how important this is to tarzan and he's like i'm just gonna rub this in his face as much as i possibly can i will give them kudos though he did not fall to his death you could you could say he did technically gravity was involved but he <laughs> tied his own hangman's noose. Yep. And it was great. And that, funny enough, because you could kind of say Jafar did the same thing. You know, he sealed his own fate. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jafar was just being dumb and cocky. On the other hand, Clayton had no intention to do so. He just, he was furious. He was a writhing lunatic at that point. And it was by sheer accident that it happened. It was not cockiness. So I give them kudos. I like the ending. Plus, in that movie, they've talked about death in so many ways. It was fascinating. Because you could think of that as as multiple ways of death. You could think of that as a murder, technically. You could think of it not as, like, a suicide. But, you know, like, it's the development of it is so strong. No, I mean, and, like, I, I really resonate with what you said. He's, like, a total maniac at that point because he's so overwhelmed with um, hate and greed that he's, like, just slashing away. He doesn't even care what he's touching. He's yep. just, he could be cutting himself for all he knows, and he just he's just so manic that it doesn't yep. matter. And yeah. I, I love what you said that you said that because that's so important to his character development. Because he's so suave and put together in the beginning, and then it just goes to, like, the slashing lunatic. Which I think is kind of even more realistic. But I could see why he's in the bottom, because it is really, like, a real-life villain. Like, you, there's nothing you can say good about it. And even, because even with Frollo, I do respect lower bottom, but he at least has, like, some turmoil, you know? Clayton, mm-hmm. there's no turmoil. There's no... There's no... That's part what makes him a villain. What? That's what makes him a good villain. I still hate him, and I still bought him. But like, yes, I can see. Yes, yeah. I can see where you're getting at with that. Yeah, like I mean, definitely both of them deserve to be in hell. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> go away. Religion, oh god. So, who is your fourth least favorite? So I'm gonna kind of come. They have nothing to do with each other, but I'm gonna combine my fourth and fifth. Okay. Because they're kind of there for the same reason. Pete, you know, the big guy who's the group with the Mickey and Minnie, and he was the villain in Three Musketeers and stuff and like Steamboat that. Steamboat Willie and yeah. Yeah. 
and the Queen of Hearts in the cartoon Alice in Wonderland. I had <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. But the reason why these two are on the bottom is because I just... They could have been done better. They could have been done differently. Interesting. With Pete, like, I think Mortimer, or whatever, you know, the super tall, thin mouse, you know, mm -hmm. with the flash, I think he's more of a villain. Like, Pete's just a brute. Yeah. that That's kind of, like, the extent of his, he either wants power and or mini, depending on what you're watching. Like, he's just a brute. He looks it, he acts it, he sounds like it, there you go. And with the Queen of Hearts, she's kind of the same way with the side of crazy. She's just like <laughs> the big queen with some power, flamingo in one hand, axe in the other. You know, like I I love the character. And in the live action, I think it was fantastic. It was brilliantly reconcocted because she needed some character other than I'm a crazy queen. Ha! You know, like, because that's all she was. She's a brute with a crown. And like and a flamingo. Her, de <laughs> her design is fun. Both of their designs are fun. Especially when Pete has the peg leg. I just think that's hilarious for no good reason. <laughs> like, but like it's just eh, they're just kind of there and they're played up so much. And I'm just like eh. <laughs> So they're more of like you're in your list because you just think they're weak villains and they're not well developed. Not not that, like, they're really bad or that they're really, like, evil or whatever. Yes, correct. They're just kind of, like, they could have been done better. Okay, or something. fair enough. There's, just, there's something that's, like, you're missing the spark that makes me either love you or hate you. You know? That's fair. I mean, I think the reason they're so well-loved, though, is because Pete is, like, the first villain. So, like, there's, yeah. like, a nostalgia there. And yeah, for Queen of Hearts, Alice in Wonderland has such a huge following. Not just not just the live action, but the original. Of and course, I know adults yeah. is their favorite movie. So, yeah. like fifty year olds, who is like their favorite movie. So, yeah. it's I think that's the reason why she's so well received because she's such a classic in her own way. Not that, mm -hmm. not that people love her because of her, but because she's in their favorite movie. So I think that's the only reason that they even have a following. I think if they were somewhere like more random in time, they probably wouldn't even be looked at. Because you're right, they're just kind of there. Yeah. Like you said, they're just brutes. They're just kind of like swinging things around and just throwing people. And it just doesn't really, you know, they don't really have a motive as much. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Fair. What about you? Uh, for my fourth least favorite, uh, Stromboli from Pinocchio. Ah, Okay. Because he, again, he is just kind of there, but he's also really evil because he's kidnapping children. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think I, the guy who's actually the villain in that, I can't remember his name. He's like the stagecoach driver guy who takes them all to Treasure Island or whatever it's mm -hmm. called. I have seen the movie maybe once and it was years ago. Okay, fair enough. So I'll give your word for this. I mean, it's a creepy, <laughs> it's a creepy movie, but. Um... Why? Well, it's been years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's really beautifully drawn, though. And. I like the fairy and I like Jiminy. They're adorable. And I love the song. The songs are really good. Sure. But yeah, I mean, he just kind of, he's just really, he kidnaps, even though Pinocchio is technically a marionette, he is a magical marionette. So he is still a child. So you're kidnapping a child and making him work for you for free. So child labor laws issue. Um, <laughs> you're just an activist. This whole bottom list is activist stuff. Yeah. Animal cruelty, child use. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. <laughs> 
my my inner my inner protester is coming out. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's true though. I mean, I do even though I know they're Disney villains, so it's like I shouldn't be too serious about it. But like, if we're talking about least favorite. You know, he's right. he's also like really gross, <laughs> Stromboli. Yeah, he's an ugly design character. He's a really ugly design character. And who who keeps a giant cage in their back room just because? <laughs> like that's that's a warning sign right there. That's a red flag right there. You know, just taking that out, he just yes. <laughs> he has a giant cage in his back. Did nobody no. think, oh, what's that for? <laughs> Take it out of context. Oh, a Disney movie just saying, yeah, I went up to this dude's place and there's a big cage in the back. What do you think that was about? <laughs> like, you're right. That's a very large red flag with sirens and a whistle. <laughs> just one whistle? <laughs> just one. Because there's a siren, you oh, know. Fair. Okay, fair enough. You don't need to be too loud. <laughs> yeah, you know. The flag will do enough. Will it, though? Because the police still haven't figured out that these people are taking children to Treasure Island, turning them into donkeys, and having them work in the salt mines. So... Treasure Island. <laughs> that's not much of a treasure. And if you look into the name of that, where they're keeping children, like, that's really creepy. Oh, it's the whole movie is just really creepy. Right. There's a reason I don't like Pinocchio. I mean, again, for the songs in the animation alone, it is worth a watch, but I would probably never watch it, like, you know, over and over. Like, I'll watch it probably again in, like, another year or so, and then I'll watch another five years, and then, you know. Um, and then my last one is Lady Tremaine. Oh! Interesting! I know people are going to hate me for this because I know, again, Cinderella has a huge following. People like Lady Tremaine. But she is so evil. She is so awful. If you look at every version of Cinderella, like even the Lizzie McGuire Cinderella story, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. like, it's always this freaking chick who's like, okay, so this little girl just lost her entire family, and she has me and my, and my daughters to confide in. What am I going to do? I'm going to make her work. She's not going to get to go to the dance. And she's going to be alone forever. Like, what? <laughs> like, what is even your motivation for that? You still get to keep the house. Like, why? It's not like you're getting kicked out because, you know, she owns it or something. She's a child. Yeah. Like, you still have all of her dad's money. You still have the house. You still have the, you know, your cat or whatever. You still have all your stuff. Like, you're not going to lose the stuff if you're nice to your stepdaughter. Yeah, I, li- I like the cat more than her. Oh, but the cat is so evil. Exactly. I like I like Lucifer so much better. And when he gets turned into a person in the third cartoon movie of it, like... Mm. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. He gets really creepy looking, right? Oh, it, uh, oof. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. A lot of yikes? Mm-hmm. I can't even <laughs> think of the word yikes because it's just so... It's an abortion <laughs> against nature, and that's why it's fantastic. <laughs> I well, but remember that that um that picture I showed you, a still from that from the original movie when he's doing that crazy face. Yeah. You know, oh God, it's so scary. <laughs> Guys, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up scary Lucifer face and then hit Cinderella because I did the same thing and the images you will see. Are terrifying. Um, filter, filter, filter yeah, right. Lucifer and Cinderella, scary face. 
and you will see what I'm talking about in this horrifying looking for a cat. (laughs) Um, But like, and also doesn't Lucifer trip the guy who has the the glass slipper? No, that's Tremaine with her cane. Oh, right, with the cane. But he does something though. He prances around and dirties the ground. He maybe just that. I forget. I just like him better than her because, again, <laughs> to a degree, live action character. And this is why I, a lot of people won't show their kids Cinderella. My dad's coworker said that. Yes, I have. You know, she, the daughter young enough or like old enough now to start watching Disney, but she's still a kid. And he remarried, so she has a new stepmom. And she's, he's like, do you know the list of Disney that we cannot show her because there's a quote-unquote evil stepmom and we don't want to get that into her head? I'm like, that's not the least of your work. That is the least. There are so many other things you need to think about. But like, <laughs> she is literally the reason for the evil stepmother. Yes, Snow White... They never play off the character of her being a mother, though. No, they never... She never says my stepmother. She says the queen. Exactly. I don't really think she has... I think she says it once, but she never really has, like, a relationship with her. Yeah, so it's not established. Lady Tremaine is really... She's there as a stepmother role. Quote-unquote. I mean, the opening of the movie is them describing how her father dies and she's left with Lady Tremaine... And even in the storybook, when she's a child, she's, like, in the corner, like, with her green eyes. I'm like, lady, what is your problem? I know, her in bed, just stroking her cat and, like, oof, oof, no, no. That's that's gonna be me in a few years (laughs) with Schmidt. I'll make you some great contacts. It'll be a moment. (laughs) We'll get your little hair thing to hold up your bun. It'll be fantastic. Oh, my God. I'm gonna turn into a crazy cat lady. Turning, you're going to turn as if it hadn't. You know what? Just, 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 just be quiet. Just. I have four cats, so I'm right there with you. So it's fine. Yeah, but except for I have, I have two, but one of them is so obsessed with me that I can't go anywhere without him coming with me. And I, like I said before to you, I was holding him like a toddler. So, <laughs> Touche. I don't. All right. I don't know what that says about me, but it's probably nothing good. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so that concludes our list of favorite and favorite villains. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who agrees with us? I'm curious of everyone's opinion. Yeah, please, if you guys, I know nobody sent them in yet, but if anybody could uh, uh, let me know what your opinions are on, we'd love to hear your favorite or least favorites. We'd love to hear if you guys agree with us or if you completely hate us for it. I'll even take that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a discussion. There will be a huge discussion. Trust me. Um, please go to my Instagram. Um, Ma- magic to my ears. I think that's what literally what it's called. Just at magic to my ears. <laughs> um, pretty simple handle. And um, Grace will probably be coming back on the podcast. Please. <laughs> please. It'll be a blast. We're doing side picks next because, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> literally, this podcast has run 82 minutes long. <laughs> Next time, top and bottom three. How about three? <laughs> you just always think of five being reasonable, but then you're like, wait, but each of us have one, so it's technically 20. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rough time, because you can't do, you can't do 
I'm trying to do math in my head. Well, it would be five between two people. It's a half. It's something half. We, and a half. We would each have two, and then we would agree on one. How about that? Ah, there you go. Instead of doing half a villain, <laughs> isn't a thing. The psychics count as half a villain. How about that? Oh, there you go. <laughs> we each pick a villain, and then we pick a sidekick. That counts, right? <laughs> They're always half the height anyway. So you're saying that I'm doomed if I was to be a bad person, I would be doomed to be a, a sidekick because of my height. Is that what you're trying to say to me? No. <laughs> you're not quoting me on the air. <laughs> I'm not quoting <laughs> it. <laughs> I never you said it, not me. I'm not putting words in your mouth or anything. You said it. <laughs> That's also gonna be another point. Who vote on who's right, me or Grace? Yes, who do you agree with most? <laughs> Let me just remind you all who started this podcast, wink, wink. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> no. Come to the dark side. <laughs> I have you know, I have, I have the cookies, though. You don't have the cookies. I have witty puns. But who, who wants witty puns when they can have cookies? <gasps> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't even have a good retort for that. You know what? <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for joining us today. Oh, and uh, the next time Grace will probably be talking about Disney sidekicks and or, well, not and or, or um, sequels to Disney movies. Yes. Which would probably be a longer podcast. So. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out to not make it five hours long. Um, <laughs> thank you for your patience today. And again, please, uh, if you want to send in a uh, request, go to my Instagram, or you can even record your voice on Anchor. Um, you can go to um, literally just my screen, my um, part of Anchor. I'm not talking right right now. And <laughs> it'll say where you can put your uh, your voice in. So I would love to hear you guys. We would love to hear you guys. Absolutely. And hope you guys are having a great day. Anything you want to add to Who Grace? No. Enjoy. Go nuts. If there's anything, if there's any villain that everyone agrees on, I want to know. Yes, and don't forget the art that Grace uh, requested. Yes, Joker and Cruella DeVille, please. And if it's good enough, I will try and do like, I will. I have an Instagram. I will do something on my Instagram in homage to it. So send it. We will do. We will have fun with it. I promise. Let's be honest. Probably if it's stick figures anyway, we'll, she'll probably still put it on her Instagram. <laughs> I'll still have fun with it. It'll be great. <laughs> Just love how you're acting like we're so picky, you know, if it's good enough, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything, because I just love that idea. <laughs> okay, well, please, please send it in. We would love to see it. I know it's two completely different fandoms, but it doesn't matter. All right, we're going to end now. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for joining us.